Are you ready to take your message, your business, and your life to the next level? Want to learn from someone with more than a decade of experience, training tens of thousands of people from all around the world? Hi, Cliff. This is Pauline from Auckland, New Zealand. John from Calgary, Alberta. Amy Porterfield. Michael Hyatt. Dan here from Dunedin, New Zealand. Ray Edwards. Mark Mason. Mike Stelzner. Pat from Smart Passive Income. It's Darren from Melbourne, Australia. Now is the time to live the life of your dreams and do the work you feel most called to do in the world. Welcome to the Cliff Ravenscraft Show. Here's your host, Cliff Ravenscraft. You know, when I first had this jingle made, I remember writing out that script. Now is the time to live the life of your dreams and do the work you feel most called to do in this world. I was in the transition of making that a reality. I had just decided that I was going to leave the podcast Answer Man brand in the past after more than a decade of successfully building that brand. It was extremely profitable, predictable, but yet it had over time slowly become less and less fulfilling in my life because it was through that decade of coaching people in the successful launch of their podcasts, helping them get their message out into the world, that I realized that I had something of far greater value to offer than the technical knowledge of what cable do I need for hooking up my mixer to my computer to the recorder? What microphone should I use? Can you help me solve this buzzing noise in the background of my audio? Don't get me wrong, I had a great honor and privilege to speak into the lives of the clients that I worked with, but Unfortunately, an overwhelming majority of my conversations with my clients as the podcast answer man surrounded technical issues. And that became less and less fulfilling for me. And I'm like, I know that I was put on this earth to do something way more impactful and influential in the lives of the people who are coming across my path. And I feel like what I, when I first left my career in insurance back in January 2008, I did that because after more than 12 years as an insurance agent and had been podcasting for two years as a hobby, I realized the impact and influence putting my message out into the world was having a tremendous amount of positive influence in the lives of those who were listening. People were writing me letters, not just writing me, writing myself and my wife Stephanie letters, postcards, thank you notes. From all over the world, people were mailing us physical stuff. I mean, we weren't having trouble getting people to send us feedback via email or leaving us comments or being on our forums, which we've had thousands and thousands of all of those. I'm talking handwritten letters saying, because of you, I decided not to take my life. Because of what you and your wife shared, my family, we're on the path of being debt-free. Next week, we're calling Dave Ramsey and saying, we're debt-free. Because of you, my kids have a father in their life. Because of you, I made a decision to reconcile my marriage with my wife. It, 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 was, it was all of this stuff. And, and like, what would life be like if I could do this for a living instead of selling insurance. And when I say, what would life be like if I could do this for a living? It wasn't, what would life be like if I could teach people how to successfully launch a podcast using all of my technical skill and knowledge? No, it, for me, doing the work that I felt most called to do in the world, leaving my career as an insurance agent, was to encourage others through conversations encourage others through the things that I have experienced in life, both good and bad, all of my education, all of my experiences, all of my environmental background, everything that I've learned, the, the clues that I've learned from the successes that I've had, the hard-earned lessons that I gained from, oh, hold on one second. I got a telephone call coming in. 
Hold on one second. Hey, Ray Edwards, can I call you back after I record this podcast episode? Absolutely. Awesome, brother. I will call you back as soon as I'm finished here. All right. Thanks. I love you, brother. All right. So um, I'm not going to edit that out because I'm in the flow and, and, and my friend Ray Edwards just called me at 627 in the morning and I love it. That means it's 327 in the morning for him. So Ray, I can't wait to talk to you in just a moment. Um, what was I saying? I, so I was, so I knew that I wanted to have encouraging conversations with people. That's my gift. My voice is, is to talk to people and fill them with hope and connect them with strategies and tools and techniques for how to break free from anything that's holding them back from living the life that they were created to live. That's the experience that had prompted all these people to write an email, leave comments, join our community forums, but then also handwritten letters, thank you notes, sending Christmas cards, postcards, all of that it was because of the life-changing influence, my voice going out into the world through all this content, not just mine, but also Stephanie's as well. So that what would life be like if I could do that for a living? Back then, I didn't have the belief system that allowed me to think that I could do that for a living, to just have encouraging conversations. So I had to I had that limiting belief myself at the time. So I said, well, I'm still going to pursue this. I know that God is calling me down this path. I know that I'm not supposed to be an insurance agent. Yes, I know I can make millions taking over the family business after my dad retires. I don't care about that. What I care about is following the work that I feel most called to do in this world. And so I made that crazy leap and transitioned, and I found a way to make money by using marketable skills that I had. I used what was my, Gay Hendricks and the Big Leap calls, my zone of excellence to build a very profitable career. And for many years, that was fulfilling because I was the master of my own calendar, if you will. I I had the opportunity to spend countless hours in encouraging conversations, creating thousands and thousands of, I mean, I've produced over 5,000 podcast episodes since December 2005. So I freed up my calendar, it allowed me to create so much content. But do you know what happened after so many years of pursuing that route? It got more and more profitable, and what I found is that I tried to continually maximize my profitability, and I began to spend a majority of my time serving clients, doing technical-related stuff, and I was having less and less time to create encouraging, entertaining, inspiring content that was transforming the way people think. And I was having, <clears throat> excuse me, over time, I was, I, I was taking on so many clients who had so many technical issues that a majority of my time in my business, in my work, in my life was solving people's technical issues. And I was having less and less time speaking into their mindset, into their thinking that was really holding them back from taking their message, their business, and their life to the next level. And so I decided I must help people doing the work I feel most called to do. And I did something crazy again, just like I left this extremely profitable career as an insurance agent to become the podcast answer man. I made the decision in 2016 I'm going to leave this career as a podcast consultant and I'm going to pursue and and I didn't have the the brand at the time I didn't have the, the the thought to call myself mindset answer man that happened over time but I I'm going to go from podcast answer man to mindset answer man this is the work I feel most called to do in the world and you know this all started with people saying to me cliff you know it's not the technical knowledge that I get from you it's it's the way that you talk about your issues. It's the way you talk about what you're experiencing in life. In fact, here's something that Michael Hyatt said. Well, I've told you before, this is why I listen to your podcast. You know, it's not, it's not because I need more technical information on podcasting. 
right now, I mean, the way I'm doing podcasting doesn't really require anything of me technically. I just listen to you because I like the way that you think about life, how you approach the problems you're trying to solve, and just your voice. So I, I, you could be talking about anything, and I'd be interested. It was comments like this that I was hearing over and over from my clients even that got me to thinking, oh my gosh, this is what I'm meant to do in this world. And so I've made that transition. Those of you who listen to the Audio Journal podcast over at MindsetAnswerMan.com slash Audio Journal, all of this is documented step by step about how I got to where I am today. And in this podcast episode, I just want to share with you, I got to tell you, I love the work that I'm doing. Today, you know, back then in 2016, I wrote the script, now is the time to live the life of your dreams. Now is the time to do the work you feel most called to do in this world. And today, that script is my life. Today, I am doing the work of my dreams. I'm doing the work that I, I woke up, it's Sunday morning, I woke up 5 a.m. this morning, no alarm, eager to jump out of bed and to come down and start my day. And I didn't come down here to record this podcast episode, I came down here to take some notes on an audio program training product from Tony Robbins to continue to master the skill of coaching that I do related to the human needs psychology taught by the Robbins Madonna's organization. That's who I am. I'm mastering new skills all of the time. But then as I was sitting there, I'm like, hey, I feel inspired to go work on that project where Father Roderick and I had this amazing coaching call this week. And then I listened to his podcast episode that came out just a few days later and what he shared in his podcast episode. And I'm like, I wonder if this would be a great opportunity for me to share with my community the type of transformational work that's happening, the type of transformation that I'm able to have with the clients that I'm working with today. Normally, I, I have some pretty significant life transformational exchanges with people. I just recently had a client of mine who is extremely wealthy She is in a position within a company that she is very well compensated. And we were talking in our coaching relationship. She was talking to me about how much she struggles to put her own time first, some of the her own physical health, her own recreation, and all this other stuff. She's she's so devoted to this company. And we talked about hey, if you you've got to put your own oxygen mask on first. And so she began to do that, and she started to show herself love in a way that, wow, now I can actually increase the amount of love and service and appreciation to others because I have loved myself and showed myself appreciation and all this other stuff first. And when she began to value her time, she realized that this organization that she works with still demanded a great deal. And she loves the organization. By the way, this particular client would never have to work again another day in her life financially. Her, her Financially, she's taken care of. But she loves the work that she's doing, but she, she realized, man, I am so undervaluing the value that I bring to this company. I, so much so that in a conversation, she says the CEO of my company said, hey, I want to talk to you about your salary. And this was way before COVID-19. And she... He's the the board had been saying, you know, you you need to probably talk to about. Her. I mean, with as much as she's doing, you probably need to do something to increase her incomes so we don't lose her. And so this was sometime last year, and at the time she had expressed, I didn't value my time as much, and I just loved this, blah 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 blah. And so I just said, you know, don't worry about it. Well. <laughs> I, I, we broached the subject again, and this time, though, it was post-COVID-19. So, this was just last month in June, three months into the depths and the deep despair economically for most businesses, but she brought it up. She, she says, you know what? I would like to talk to you about a pay increase. You know, we talked about this back, and I'd like to bring it up again. And she requested a $100,000 a year pay increase. 
Now, I'm not talking about taking her pay up to $100,000 a year. No, we're talking she made a request of her CEO. I would like to request a $100,000 pay increase. And she was just so excited that she had this conversation. She said, she said, well, first of all, we had the conversation and the one thing that he said is, well, how do you do this? I don't know about this. I don't know about this. And and we had this conversation and and, and we're going to table it. And, and she says, and we're supposed to have the next, I'm supposed to get the result tomorrow based upon his noodling and thinking on it and working out what's possible, blah, blah, blah. I'm having that conversation tomorrow. We're, this is the converse, coaching conversation we're having. And she goes, even if he says no, I'm just proud of myself that I asked because I would have never asked for a raise for this amount had I not began to value who I am and the value that I bring to this company and also to value my time. This is the first time in a long time that I've really understood what it means to value my time, and I never want to give up the margin that I've created for myself. You see, through our coaching, this friend of mine is is now very active in her lifestyle. She's playing guitar. She's taking uh, foreign language lessons. She's spending more time uh, with family and friends. She, her life is radically different, and she's like, listen, I don't want to give any of this up. I still love this company, and I'm willing to give them the hours necessary to do this work, but even to do the work, I, I'm still vastly underpaid, and by golly, I'm going to ask, and I feel so proud that I asked, and I'm like, that's awesome, and she says, she goes, so even if he says no tomorrow, at least, and I said, whoa, hold the record, what are you talking about? You'll be you'll be okay even if he says no. Why did you bring it up? Did, were you an imposter when you asked for the hundred thousand? No, I said. Are you worth the hundred thousand? Yes. Are you worth more than a hundred? Absolutely. I said. So why would you be okay if he says no? And we had a coaching conversation around that, and that was not a topic that she had thought we would come up with. She, she just thought she'd say in passing, you know, you're not going to believe what I did. I asked for a $100,000 raise. I'm so proud of myself. And tomorrow I'll get the answer. I don't know what it'll be. But, you know, if he says no, at least I asked and I feel good about that. And I'm like, no, that's not how this works. So uh, we have this conversation. And, and I talk about the fact that if you go into that conversation, when you follow up with him tomorrow... If you go into this with anything less than absolute 100% certainty, with absolute, with anything less than full confidence that you will get the outcome that you proposed, then you won't get it. You will get, you will settle for much less than what you're worth. One of the things I said, is the company going to be better off if they increase this income? Because that And that was a part of what she told me in, in the negotiation of the conversation. The company is going to be far better off. I said, do you genuinely, truly believe that? Because if it's a lie, then I can understand why you'd be okay if he says no. No, Cliff, it's not a lie. Well, it sounds to me like you're thinking it's a lie because if it, it's truly in the best interest, then how could it be okay for, it's okay if he says no, if it's in the best, do you love this company? Do you want to serve this company? Would it be in the company's best interest if you get the $100,000 raise? Yes. Let me ask you this. If you get anything less than that, is the company going to get the best that you have to bring to the offer? Or will you actually go into the work just a little bit bitter that you're not getting what you're worth? And all of a sudden, some leverage started kicking into place. And she left that conversation with absolute certainty, had the conversation the very next day with the CEO. And the CEO says, she, she says, I think we should probably talk about uh, when my pay increase will go into effect. And he says, well, about that, you know, and, you know, with COVID-19 and we've got these things and there's a lot of uncertainty and blah, blah, blah. Now, had she gone into the conversation with the, oh, if he says no, it's okay, she absolutely would have said, well, you know, you're right. And these are unique circumstances. And she would have settled for much less than the $100,000 pay increase. But... 
he did start with, well, what about this and this COVID-19 and the economic and blah, blah, blah. But she already anticipated what his responses might be, what his concerns were, putting his needs and the needs of the company first and not her own self-confidence, her own self-worth and all this other stuff. Putting the needs of the company first, she was able to, with confidence and expectation, truly see how it was in the best interests of the company to do this. And not only that, but there there were circumstances that it actually saved the company $50,000 a year. And that was a very clear picture. And as a result of our one coaching conversation, she went from, eh, you know, if he says no, at least I feel good that I asked, to that conversation, she confirmed she now has a $100,000 a year increase. A a just a few coaching conversations one on one with me helped her see her value to give her the confidence to ask for a $100,000 raise when it's worth way more than that to the company anyway even the the board of the company knew this way before covid-19 and said you you're going to lose her if you don't increase her income and now she had the confidence to ask for it but not only that you know, not that she needs the money, but the fact is, is that, that, no, this is where I want to devote my time. This is what I'm doing. This is the, these are the financial goals and strategies that I have in place. And and if I have this $100,000 here, they get, this is, this is a total no brainer. So through a single conversation, I helped her go from, yeah, it'd be nice to have a $100,000 raise. And at least I asked for it to, I am absolutely certain that I will have that raise and it's in the best interest of the company, and, and I this is not a fraud. I'm not making this up. And she went in and she got it because of a conversation. In, she went from there to there in a single conversation. That's the kind of transformation that I'm helping my clients to, to do today. And yes, I know this episode is, wow, Cliff, you're talking about what you're doing. I'm excited. Let me ask you this. When was the last time you got truly fired up and got out of bed at 5 a.m. on a Sunday morning? By the way, am I working right now? No, I'm not working. I'm having fun. All right. So, but when was the last time you got out of bed at five o'clock in the morning? You didn't set an alarm. You just got out of bed at five o'clock because you were eager and excited and had so much energy to start your day because you love what you do and you understand this is your identity. This is who you are. This is what you were put on this earth to do, to transform the way people think. Now, that's me. I'm not saying that that's you. But when was the last time you really got excited? Because When was the last time that you realized that right now is the time to live the life of your dreams and do the work you feel most called to do in this world? Now, I'm going to transition into a very powerful experience. I have a dear friend of mine who I have been a massive fan of. I've probably one of the world's biggest fans, although I, I know that I'm probably in contention with about five to 10 other people, but I'm one of the biggest fans of the in the world of Father Roderick Von Hogan. He was the third podcaster I'd ever heard in my entire life. I first discovered podcasting in 2005. I was listening to Leo Laporte getting into podcasting, and Leo Laporte talked about Adam Curry and this, and this Catholic priest in the Netherlands doing some incredible stuff in podcasting. I had heard of Adam Curry because he was a old 1980s video disc jockey or video whatever you call video DJ uh, for MTV, and I remember Adam Curry with all his hair back then. And so, and not to mention that Leo Laporte was telling me Adam Curry was one of the co-founders of the technology that put enclo- media enclosures inside of RSS feeds with Dave Weiner. So. Obviously, I, well, not so obvious, so I'm telling you, and it'll become obvious. What happened was that I was listening to Leo Laporte, and so I started listening to Adam Curry and his Daily Source Code podcast, and and then all of a sudden, Daily Source Code, and Adam Curry starts to talk about this Catholic priest in the Netherlands called Father Roderick, and so the third podcast I had ever followed was Father Roderick von Hogan, and I fell in love with his content immediately. And since 2005, I have listened to thousands and thousands and thousands of episodes of his podcast. And I just, I love Father Roderick. I love his attitude. I love his view of the world. I've always been inspired by his content creation, his community uh, that he's created. So much of the work that I've pursued over the years was inspired by the things that he's done in his work. 
So I've been a massive fan. We've been huge friends and developed great relationship. Uh, so much so that we did a podcast together. It was started out as the Biggest Loser podcast, which we did for several months. And then we both got pretty much uh, disinterested in the Biggest Loser. So we transferred that podcast over to a podcast called Balanced Living Weekly. And I think we did that show for a year or I can't remember how long, but we did it for a long time. And so we were both on experiencing significant transformation in our health and fitness journeys. And we just developed this very close friendship. And then when I was the director of podcasting for New Media Expo, I was he was the first person that came to mind when I, I convinced New Media Expo to bring some speakers. I'm like, listen, let's bring Father Roderick from the Netherlands. This guy's an incredible motivational guy. And and so I, I so we got to spend several days in New York City together. I took him to Phantom of the Opera, his first ever Broadway play. And that, that was an experience, and I began dreaming of a day that I might actually be able to walk the streets with Father Roderick. He has this one podcast that's today called The Walk, and I'm going to feature a little bit of that. He has lots of different podcasts, and he's, he's done probably as, almost as many podcast episodes as I have over the years. He has this one podcast that's just him walking outside, talking about what's going on in his life. Does that sound familiar? Well, that's where I got the idea and the inspiration for what used to be called the Pursuing a Balanced Life podcast and what was, the again, the inspiration for the audio journal, even though most of the audio journal is now recorded in studio. But anyway, he has this podcast called The Walk, and so he would always be walking around his town in Amersfoort in the Netherlands, and I dreamed of going out and meeting this guy. And so uh, that became a reality. And, and when our family went on a two-week vacation to Europe, I spent an entire day in Amersfoort in the Netherlands with Father Roderick, and then he spent a day with our whole family in Amsterdam and showed us around Amsterdam. So I have this amazing relationship, this amazing friendship with Father Roderick. Now, because I listened to his version of the audio journal, which is called the podcast called The Walk, I know all sorts of things about Father Roderick's life. He's very authentic, very transparent, much like I am. Now, I realize there's there's things that he shares in the, the his podcast called The Walk that is it's like, man, that's a lot of detail to share. I'm surprised and shocked that he shares that much information. And also, because I do that as well, I know that there's even more in his life that's going on that he doesn't share because that's the case here as well. You know, some things just aren't appropriate to share. Some of the exchanges with people and, and experiences that you're having, it, it involves other people, so you can't just be transparent about what's going on in, in other people's lives. So you just leave that, uh, that just doesn't come to the microphone. So, you know, I follow Father Roderick's journey, and I, I know a lot about his ups and downs and stuff like this, and I had this desire to to reach out to Father Roderick based upon some of the experiences that he's had recently in his life. He's been talking about some struggles and some stress, and and there's been this what I've seen is some patterns of up and down that that I used to experience myself. And I'm like, man, I I, I wish I could just go back to having weekly conversations like we did in our health and fitness journey. I wish I could just speak into Father Roderick's life just to be a voice of encouragement because I really believe that I could help him on his mindset journey. So so basically, the to, to get your physical fitness and health, you kind of need to take your body through some physical activity and conditioning and training, if you will. But if you want to get your mindset in in order so that you don't you're not experiencing all the stress so that you have more margin in your life you kind of need to take the mind to the gym and so i i was like man i i wish i could and so i would occasionally send him some feedback here and there and i reached out to him a couple months ago and i said father roderick i'd love to offer you some free coaching if you're interested i i would love i mean i would love just if I could even just have 90 minutes with you, I'd love to give you just one 90-minute coaching session. And I never heard back. It was like, that was shocking. Of course, he, quite frankly, had a lot going on in his life. And I knew that. And I said, listen, if you're not interested, I don't want to bother you. It reminds me of back in 2014. It was, I think it was August or September 2014. I had this guy. I was nearly 300 pounds. I had been on this yo-yo up and down fitness journey for myself. And 
And this guy, Glenn Johnson, reaches out and says, hey, Cliff, I listen to your content. I'm so inspired by your story, your voice. It's just transformed my life. It's transformed my business. And I'd like to take my gifts and talents and I'd like to offer you my services for free. I have all of these degrees. I have all this qualification. I really believe I could help you. And I remember that it's like, dude, did I ask for your help? <laughs> and so I know what it feels like to have somebody offer help when you're not seeking it. And so I, when I made that offer to Father Roderick, I said, listen, I'd love to offer to coach you. I, I said, listen, if this isn't, if you're in a place right now and this is, you're not even wanting to hear it, you're not wanting to, it's like, you just, I understand that. So feel free to ignore, when I sent my offer, I said, feel free to not even reply to this message. You don't even have to tell me no. You don't have to give me an explanation. I just know. I, I if, if you're not ready to have this, or if, if you think that you don't even need it, whatever the case may be, I am okay one way or the other. I'm still a loyal fan. I still have a loyal friend. I love you. I support you. And and I just want you to know if you're interested, I'm here. So I never heard back. And then I listened to a couple more weeks of all of his podcast content. He has three different podcasts every week that I listen to. It's called Father Roderick. And then there's uh, uh, The Walk. And then there's a podcast called Father Roderick to the Max, which is his Patreon Again, my audio journal is inspired by Father Roderick's Patreon model. So this guy's always been a source of inspiration. That's why I wanted to offer. It's like, Father Roderick, you, I, man, I owe you so much for the inspiration you give me over the years. I'd love to do this. So I listened to several more weeks, and, his, and, his, and he's really getting down into the depths. And the only reason I can share all of this with you is because I'm not, I'm not sharing anything with you in this podcast that he hasn't shared in his podcast called the walk, all right, which is his audio journal, just walking and talking about all the things going through his head. So he, I, I mean, he's starting to get overwhelmed, stressed. It's starting to affect him physically. It's all, I mean, it's been mentally, it's been a, a, quite a bit of anguish. Uh, physically, it's it's hitting him on every single realm. And and so finally, I reach out again. I said, okay, Father Roderick. It's me again. I just, I, I know I offered this before and I know I told you that I just want to reach out again just in case you're interested now. Maybe you weren't then. Maybe you didn't hear my message before. Uh, maybe you'll hear this one and I just want to reach out to you again with an offer. And this time he says, Cliff, I'd love to take you up on your offer of coaching. And so uh, t- it was like two or, th- yeah, two or about two weeks ago, two and a half weeks ago. We had our first 90-minute coaching conversation, and it was a very powerful call, and and we got to talking about uh, goals and dreams and deciding what you want, and one of the things that a lot of people suffer from is they are doing so much activity in their life, but they have no destination that they're going after. You know, I don't know about you. Have you ever been in a situation where you're working around the clock you're, it seems like everything that you do, it's just barely enough just to make ends meet, just to make ends meet financially, just to make ends meet with your relationship commitments, just to make ends meet with enough sleep. Yeah, and it's just like, ugh, I, I, I just can't get by. There's no time more. I can't dream big. Cliff, that's all fine and good for you. You I, you open up your podcast every, now is the time to live. Dude, I don't have time for dreams. I don't even know what my dream is. And the problem is, is that th- this is the issue for many people. And so I'm like, Father Roderick, let's talk about dreams. And and what do you want? Let's create a list of the things that you want. And, this, and why is that such a difficult thing to do? And so that was the topic of our first call. And, and so his assignment, he came away with making a list of the things he wants in life. And that was a powerful thing for him to, to start opening the process. But then several things happened between that call and this call. And he thought we would go into our second conversation. He thought, okay, I'm, okay I've got my list of dreams here. Now, how am I going to accomplish these things? Let's do this because I just don't see how I'm going to do it with all of this other stuff going on. But you seem to think that you have some answers here, Cliff. So, and of course, I, I I do have some answers to all of those things, but there's something more important that needs to be tackled first. And the funny thing is, is that he brought it up before I did. And so what I'm going to do is I'm going to play for you 
five minutes and actually six minutes of audio. It's three different sections of his coaching conversation with me. Here's how it started. And then I'm going to play a little musical interlude. And then when you hear the musical interlude, I want you to imagine that's 80 minutes later into the conversation. Listen to this. How are you today? (laughs) You want an honest answer or you want to have an optimistic answer? I want absolute honesty. I had a very crappy day today. Uh, Actually, I've had a very bad week, very uh, demotivating, um, lots of... I don't know. Just uh, and I know I can I tell I can tell you what it is, and it has to do, a lot has to do with what we talked about uh, last time, and there are a lot of things going through my mind of what you said last time. But it basically has to do with like everything that I'm involved with currently seems to generate resistance and criticism from people, even what I thought to be mine. Like the, we're renovating the rectory now, new floors. They're currently working on the electricity. I get new, finally good data. And just an hour ago, uh, that's when I, where I went for a walk. I get this email from uh, the parish people that, uh, well, that's a, where this, you can't do that uh, like that. And we need to be informed and just all sorts of silly, petty problems. Yep. And it, but it felt to me as if they were taking the last piece of, you know, what was mine, taking that away as well. Okay. uh, So I'm going to stop you right there. Yeah. I can go on and on, but there are a number of these incidents and I know it has to do with mindset, et cetera, but uh, it's, it's very demotivational. (laughs) So, okay. I am going to challenge you on that. And suggest that you are choosing for it to be demotivational. In fact, I think it's very possible that you may have had an incredibly awesome and rewarding day. Mm-hmm. And this may actually be, this week may have included some of the greatest gifts you've ever received. Okay. And that if you choose to, to view it in such a way, this week and this day, and all of its circumstances, all of the communications, all of the crud thrust your way could be, if you choose, an extremely motivating force to get you to the next level of what God wants you to pursue. Mm-hmm. Yes. <laughs> I mean, I know, I know where you're going, and rationally I know it. It's this, it's this disconnect between this and this. So I want well, to talk to you about something. Feel, I don't feel it, mm-hmm. uh, but I know, I know that what you say is true. And I even know exactly how to re-explain this day and this week in positive terms. <laughs> okay. But when was the last time you did it? Well, I went for a walk and I tried to kind of think it through and let it sink in and try to figure out, so why do I feel like this? And what is it teaching me? And, uh, and what do I really want? And so that was helpful. But Uh, when I said, Father Roderick, how are you doing? uh You said, do you want an honest answer? And I wanted an honest answer. How successful were you in your attempt of reframing all of that? Uh, I was not very successful. (laughs) Okay. So I want to share with you three steps to mastering any new skill. Would you be interested in that? So number one, step number one is cognitive understanding. Do you now see mm-hmm. that you haven't had a crappy day? Mm-hmm. You've, had an, you've had a bunch of experiences sure. that yes. now allow you to grow. Yeah. Matter of fact, had you not had the day that you had today, had you not had the week that you've had this week, Mm-hmm. You wouldn't have started the conversation that we're having today True. the way that you did, which means we yes. wouldn't have had this conversation. No, no, so no. therefore, has this or has this not been one of the most awesome days and weeks of your life? Yes. <laughs> yeah, because I think, I think I discovered like a major issue that, that I need to commit myself to. And which you would have I, never committed no. yourself to without no. the pain of this week. 
True. Yeah. <laughs> You're right. I did not expect this outcome, but <laughs> it is absolutely true. I can't wait, actually. I'm pretty excited about working on this. I told you you would go. <laughs> did I tell you? I told you it's going to go from demotivating and yeah. it's going to go to motivating. Yeah. Did I or did I not tell you that? Yeah, you're right. You're right. You yeah, just I'm, said, I I'm can't excited. wait. I'm motivated. Yeah. I want to master this. Yes. <laughs> and thank, thank you, you so, so much. much. Thank you. Thank you. This, is, this has been pretty breakthrough stuff. Awesome. Uh, and and uh, yeah. When, when we started the call, I did not think that, we, that I would feel like this after the call. So. And, <laughs> and how you feel now has yeah. been a decision. I know. It's been an intentional yeah. choice, and you can choose to feel this all the time. The only thing is, though, is you must get yourself in this state. And I, yeah. I want you to know that I intentionally did some things to change your physiology to change your focus and to change some of your language that yes. actually puts you into this state. And you're yes. going to learn how to yes. do that yourself. It's yes. so fun. Ah, cool. Cool. I'm super excited. Did you hear the final words he said? I'm super excited at the end of that conversation. My friends, this is why I was put on this earth. I knew that leaving my career in insurance was the right move. I was put on, my, on this planet to have encouraging conversations where I can, yeah, sure, create content and have conversations that entertain people. There's, there's lots of value in entertaining people. But to entertain, to educate, to teach techniques, strategies, tools that you can use based upon the things that I've learned and experienced. I want to be able to educate other, others to entertain, educate, encourage, inspire, and motivate people to take action and break free from all of the habitual patterns of our emotions, the way we see life, the, our beliefs. I want to help people break free from anything that's holding them back from living the life that they were created to live. This is why I do what I do today. And I wanna share with you why I had such a desire to serve Father Roderick with what I feel is my gift that God has given me to help share a different way to see some of the experiences that he's been having over the last several years of his life through different seasons of ups and downs. And I know what some of his big dreams are that he's revealed over the years. And I've seen him get close and then all of a sudden to go back into an old pattern of routines. And and I'm like, Father Roderick, I'd love to have conversations with you. I'd love to just, as a gift from me to you, as a friend, I'd love to pour in and use what God has given me to serve you because I, of how much I love you and I love your vision and, I, and I, 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 just because of how much value you've brought into my life. And so we had, we've had two one-on-one -on -one coaching conversations. We're going to continue with many more. But one of the things that I love about working with Father Roderick, and I love working with all of the clients that I choose to work with is that I get to see the ripple effects. It's not just serving them and seeing how their lives are transformed, but I love specifically how they go and as they're freed up to live the life of their dreams and do the work that they feel most called to do in this world, when they're freed up to do that thing that is their purpose, then the people that they serve, I've had just even the smallest role to play in that. Now, I told you earlier, Father Roderick also has this podcast called The Walk. He oftentimes will be just walking with a handheld recorder in his hand while he's just talking about things that he's experiencing in life. And I'm just going to share with you, and I'm going to, this is a highly edited clip. It's 11 minutes from his most recent one hour episode of The Walk. But hear the things that he shares here. Now, when we talked about in the 80 minutes where I shared with him the three steps on how to master any skill, and specifically how to master your emotional state of being when experiencing anything in life so that you, quite frankly, can enjoy peace, joy, love, abundance, success, 
no matter what the external, no matter what's happening externally, you can experience peace, love, and joy every single day if you intentionally choose or decide to do so. But if you decide to do so, there are a couple different techniques that you need to approach, and you can't just have cognitive understanding, and you can't just practice it a little bit. You have to train for it. You have to do this rep with repetition, or actually something called spaced repetition. But we had an 80-minute conversation that took him from what you heard at the beginning of his call, totally demotivated. I don't know about this, Cliff. I've tried that. It just doesn't work. You know, I know what you're saying, but it just never has worked for me. To where at the end of the call, he actually, within within 80 minutes, he's completely transformed his experience of the day and week as one of the greatest gifts. And he's super excited. He said actually more than the times that you heard in the second part of the conversation. But he said more than twice, I, I can't wait to get started on this new process. I, I want to master this skill of managing my state so that I can pursue these things. That's going to be my number one chief aim. And then coming out of that conversation, He's experienced working with it for a few days, and and he's, he recorded another episode of his podcast, The Walk, this week. I listened to it yesterday morning, as soon as I woke up at 5 o'clock, and then I'm like, oh my gosh, I want to share clips of this. And so, what you're about ready to hear is 11 minutes out of his most recent one-hour episode of The Walk. Just like when you play Tetris a lot, you, you learn strategies. And you get better and better at it because you know more or less what is going to fall from the sky. And then you know what to do with certain blocks and how to get the, you know, how to heighten your, your chances of, of uh, solving these, uh, these rows of puzzles. And so the things that happen to us, you, can, you, can, you have a choice what to do with these pieces. The thing we can't change is that we have no control over what's falling next. But what you can do is move them around and try to solve the puzzle. But that requires action. Inaction, not doing anything, that is going to be a very quick end of the game. So that's actually not an option. And you may feel stressed and frustrated that... (laughs) Things keep falling from the sky, but you forget that you can actually move these pieces around. So, uh, but the thing is, we we know this when we're playing Tetris, right? And we often fail to apply that experience and knowledge when we're playing the, the game of life. Things keep falling from the sky and we get paralyzed. And when I say we, I mean... I. I'm talking about myself. And I'll, I'll make it more specific about this week. If you'd asked me two days ago, how was your week so far? I would say, it was terrible. It couldn't be worse. Things keep going wrong and there's this person and there's that event and there's that. And it, uh, it's a terrible week. I just want to control all delete. <laughs> Start again. But I can't. I'm in the middle of this and I feel terrible about it. Ah, and I feel paralyzed and I don't know what to do and actually in that state I'm just letting the pieces fall from the sky and I feel overwhelmed because it's, it's piling up and nothing disappears it's just getting more and more complicated to solve the puzzle but I didn't do anything about it The other day, when I had a meeting with, uh, with Cliff, and he was asking me, so, how was your day? <laughs> All this came out. And the funny thing is, I had this, this, the, the most amazing conversation with him that really opened my eyes on a number of, of things that I was doing. I thought that we were going to talk about, you know, goals and how to create a steady income that wouldn't rob me from all my time so I could invest more in creativity. Instead, it became this whole, this whole talk, this whole discussion about how you feel, how you react is not the fault of the people that 
through these Tetris blocks. We didn't use that analogy. I'm using it now. But anyway, it's not the, the, the people that react. The, they did not want to trigger all these old frustrations. And that's what happened, actually, in my first parish. If you've read my book, you know this. I got overworked because I was constantly manipulated by a parish committee that thought, oh, it's a young priest, he will do anything. And they made me do everything. The reason that you're so frustrated with these people is not because of what they wrote. They may have their reasons. They may have... They probably don't know that it's triggering you in this way. So you can't blame them for how you feel. How you feel, your state, is what you allow it to be. (laughs) And you can change that. And that's where I start to become a little bit incredulous. Because I've heard these things before. And, you know, it's a very common theme in a lot of self-help books that you can... Oh, just smile, and uh, as long as you use those muscles and uh, you jump up and down, you will feel great, and your life will be great, and you will, will be very successful and make a ton of money. That's kind of in my mind how I, <laughs> how I easily judged that whole, that whole approach. You know, like, this is kind of like, well, you can you can make reality, but that I don't think that that is what Cliff meant to teach me. As much more about you can act in this. You, you do as if it's just Tetris blocks falling from the sky and it's piling up and you feel miserable about, about it because the problems, instead of disappearing, only seem to increase. And it adds up, you know, all these setbacks. But what if all these setbacks and all these, in your current state of mind, are roadblocks and are hurting you and triggering you. What if all these events were actually amazing opportunities and possibilities and and very super helpful in your journey? Uh, okay, I didn't I didn't even want to hear that. It's like I wanted to just dwell in this anger and this feeling of being a victim and the world is against me. You know those probably these 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 situations from your own experience <laughs> you feel wronged and you just want to roll in it <laughs> so I do like okay what do you mean <laughs> so, anyway it was this whole this was very eye-opening that you can usually what I do is I try to get over this by going for a walk that's literally what I did after I sent those emails and I was mad and I went for a walk and I slowly after about an hour I started to calm down and this this was just one week you know but there are there have been so many other stress factors and things that I was unhappy about in my life uh, one one other thing that happened past week was I st- And, and again, I was blaming it on the stress. I was blaming it on all the setbacks and on the coronavirus and whatnot. So all that is causing me to be in a very depressed state. And it's like, well, what if I tell you that you can change that almost instantly? But you have to go beyond your current solution. Think it through. I'm trying to figure out, okay, so what is the situation... Why am I reacting this way? Oh, it's probably because I'm triggered. It's triggering this old, this old wound of being manipulated in my first parish, which went very, very far. And uh, this abusive situation is now re-triggered by people that display the same kind of behavior. I've solved it. I understand it now. And I'm mad as hell. <laughs> they have no right to do this to me again. And then, well, well, but you have to this, this is just the analysis but next you have to start working with it you have to take action and start changing and reframing what happened and that is not something that comes automatically that, that is kind of what that was my very superficial idea of 
this approach, like as if you can flip a switch and then all of a sudden feel happy again. Ooh, ooh. Like all these people dancing on stage with Tony Robbins and it's all the same happy clappy American approach and <laughs> I was so allergic to it. I still am probably a little bit allergic to that very exuberant, exp- very expressive way of um, of of working the crowds. <laughs> but it also prevented me, I think, from really listening to well to to uh, what what these events and what, what what this approach can teach. So anyway. If you strip away, let's say, the form in which this is communicated, the lesson is you can change your state because you allow these people to trigger you. Or, to put it more precisely, you don't allow these people. You allow yourself to be triggered in that way. And you can make a deliberate decision to change that and to make a different connection and to reframe. It's this... This whole thinking differently, which is, I think, um, requires a lot of creativity sometimes to reframe something. To well, I, right now it's raining, right? It's uh, I could walk around here sulking and like, oh, and I'm recording my podcast, and why is it always raining when I want to go out for a walk and a, a run? And uh, the world is against me. And I'm thinking, hey, it's raining, and. Uh, uh, it doesn't bother me that much. You know? I'm, I'm, I hardly notice that it's raining. I'm going to get wet from you know, running anyway, so no big deal. I didn't even... I, subconsciously, I already reframed the situation. And it is because of my overall state of mind. Because I'm today I'm having a great day. Yesterday I had a great day. Because this whole... And then um, to go back to reframing these things that happen um, of course I want to know how because it's a skill that I know I don't have and this became clear to me during conversation is this is the most important thing right now in my life that I need to work on because this mechanism has been blocking me for years if not for my entire life this fear of others, fear of being judged, fear of whatever, setbacks. Whereas I know that I, that's not my nature. That's not who I am. Did you hear what he said at the end of that clip from The Walk? This has been plaguing me for years, if not my entire life. My fear of the judgment and criticism of others and all these other things and the ways that I've reacted, the ways that I keep responding, the ways that it continues to weigh me down, the ways that it continues to hold me back, the tr- the states that are triggered within me. And he says, listen, th- I, it became clear in a conversation with Cliff that this is the number one skill I must master because that is is not my true identity. What is what is it? Now is the time for Father Roderick to live the life of his dreams and do the work that he feels most called to do in this world, to fully embrace his true identity, to live in alignment with who he was created to be. My friends, if you wonder why I made a decision at the beginning of 2020 to say I am no longer committed to creating a podcast every single week here in this podcast, the reason why I made that decision is because I knew where my priorities lie. Number one, my next level mastermind groups. I will fully commit to serving every single existing client within my next level mastermind at the highest level. And I will work with three to five one-on-one coaching clients, which I've already actually had six now with Father Roderick. Uh, So with that being said, I'm already fully committed. And every week I facilitate two 90-minute mastermind calls for the next level mastermind because I have two different groups. We meet for 90 minutes each week for both groups. And then the conversation that I had with Father Father Roderick this week, 
I have five of those conversations every single week. Some of them are existing one-on-one clients that I meet with once a month. Some of them are one-on-one existing clients that I meet with more frequently than once a month. Some of those uh, coaching calls each week are existing members of the Next Level Mastermind that I coach them individually one-on-one from time to time as well, whenever it would serve them best. And every week I am actually serving people through what something called the Prosperous Coach Method, which you can read all about in a book called The Prosperous Coach by Steve Chandler and Rich Litvin. You see, every week, five 90-minute calls where I am helping people completely break free from things that are holding them back from living that life that they're created to live and and to help them pursue whatever they feel life is at the next level for them. That's what I'm doing every week. That's why I'm, you know what, that is essential for me. That's where my time, effort, and energy goes. Now, you might imagine, well, you may not know this, but I only do those calls All of those happen Tuesday, Wednesday, and Thursday. I never have anything in 2020. The year 2020 has never had anything on my schedule on Friday, Saturday, Saturday, Sunday, or Monday. I have four-day weekends on my calendar every single week and have all through 2020. By the way, not only that, through COVID-19, have not lost a single client and have only gained several new clients through this process. Now, I also want to share with you that not only am I serving those clients at the highest level, only needing to have calls scheduled on my calendar Tuesday, Wednesday, and Thursday, but you might think, well, why aren't you creating content? If you got four days a week each week with nothing on your calendar, why can't you pump out a new episode of the Cliff Ravens Crash show every single week? Because it's not my priority. It's not my vision. It's not where I feel called to be. I will continue to create episodes of the Cliff Ravenscraft Show or any other podcast only when I feel inspired to do so. Now, I do want to close this out in this episode so that we can keep it close to an hour. And I just want to share with you, if you want to work with me, check out cliffravenscraft.com, click on the work with me tab, you'll see information about the Next Level Mastermind. Currently on the website, there's information about my one-on-one coaching as well. You can apply for either of them. There's a form you can fill out and and we can be in touch with one another. But I also want to share with you, and I've mentioned this several times in the past, and the crazy thing is, is that since I started this podcast early this morning, it's now 1022 in in the morning. I've already had that conversation that, with Ray Edwards, my great friend who called me this morning, and we had such an amazing conversation. One of the many topics that we discussed was rebranding the audio journal podcast that I do via the Patreon. And I want to tell you that uh, I made the decision. I'm bringing the Train With Cliff, hashtag Train With Cliff name over to that podcast. It's going to be the hashtag, it's going to be Train With Cliff Community. And you can be a member of the Train With Cliff Community. And this is not just training for fitness, although that's where the hashtag was born out of when I made a commitment in November 2014 when I was nearly 300 pounds on my way to a massive heart attack, diabetes, and everything else you could possibly imagine. But I made a commitment back in November 2014. I'm going to work out six days a week, every week for the rest of my life. And I've maintained that since then, and I began training physically, conditioning my body to be more healthy and more fit. I've since dropped over 100 pounds. I have put on more than 20 pounds of pure muscle, and I have maintained that commitment to train my body physically six days a week, every week, for going on five years now without fail, without fail, using the techniques that I've used in the mental gym. So yes, it, that the hashtag, hashtag train with Cliff was born out of my fitness journey, training my physical body. But you know what? Success in any area of life is actually mindset. And so if you want to succeed in any area of your life, whether it's your health and fitness goals, your relationship with your spouse or kids, uh, any significant other that you may have, if it's uh, you want to improve your career, you want to improve your finances, you want to increase your income, you want, no matter what you want, it's 
it's mostly how you use your mind. It is mindset. And you might think, oh, I know all that stuff. I read a couple of those books. Yeah, cognitive understanding isn't going to get you far. Or let me ask you this. If anytime somebody brings up, well, there are some things you can do using mindset. And if you ever say, yeah, I've heard all that before. As soon as you say that, that tells me that you might have gotten to cognitive understanding, but you didn't get an emotional attachment where you allowed you allowed yourself to practice those tools, those techniques, and to begin to train with them, all right? And so my purpose with the rebranding of my Patreon community, which is no longer going to be called the Audio Journal, it's going to be the Train With Cliff community. If you want to join me, head over to trainwithcliff.com. Trainwithcliff.com. This isn't, it doesn't matter where you are in the journey. If you are, if, if, if your mind is just being blown and tossed by every circumstance of life, that's perfectly fine. If your physical body is, is 200 pounds over the weight, that's perfectly fine. It doesn't matter where you are in the journey. But if you would like to master any area of your life, physically, mentally, emotionally, relationally, financially, if you want to improve your life, come train with me. And when I say train with me, I'm not saying that I have all of the answers, I'm teaching you all the answers, but what you will get in the Train With Cliff community is how I'm mastering each and every new skill that I'm going after when it comes to taking each area of my life to the next level. That's what it's all been about. If you want to train with Cliff, if you want to be a part of the Train with Cliff community, that's the podcast that I produce a minimum of one episode per week, and it's actually been much more than one episode per week since June. Go check it out, trainwithcliff.com. And until next time, I encourage you to take every area of of your life to the next level. Mindset and